Here we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what we should do is we should have um, like a church theme song. You know, like let's go. Like every service just kind of starts with that. <laughs> and people are like getting hyped. You know, out in the crowd. Are you ready for Jesus? We have like a hype guy come out like to warm the crowd up before like eleven o'clock. Like he starts to like we have a mime. You know, like he comes out at ten thirty. Like the Sea World mime. You know, he's like making fun of people as they walk to their seats. Only if he dresses like Gene Simmons. <laughs> Gene Simmons from Kiss. Isn't it Gene Simmons that got the the exercise guy with? Or is that Richard Simmons? Which guy? That's got, Richard. Richard Simmons. Simmons. I don't know. Well, Gene Simmons. I don't know. Ruby and I were talking about this Kiss the other with day with the long tongue. Yeah, Ruby and I were talking about it the other day, and uh, I think we both got that wrong. He's like, yeah, Gene Simmons, the guy from uh, <laughs> Richard. That's Richard. Simmons. I looked it sweating up with I'm the like, oldies. I'm like, that's sweating to the oldies or whatever. I don't think that's right. Yeah. So no, that's no. That's. I mean, you can come out dressed as either, and it'd be awesome. Bro, look at this. I think is there a rat chewing on the cord? Bro, if a rat pops out while I'm in here, where I'm, would it? Where would it come from? Actually, I don't even know. It's probably just one of my kids. It could be Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's just coming in talking about nobody's looking right now. I'm gonna munch on this cord. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. <laughs> It's like his weird thing. <laughs> he just chews on plastic. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, so your middle Okay, so what's your middle name again? Douglas. Okay, so I wish it was Wayne. Because then I could call you Sean Wayne. And that would be really funny. And I could try to do, like, the John Wayne voice. Which apparently I found out today that his name was, like, Marion something. Yes, yes. Yeah, John Wayne was him, his stage name. I know. That makes him a lot less cool. Yeah. But I mean, does it? I don't know. It was like Marion Mallard or something like that. Or let me let me look it up on the Googs. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. If your name was Sean Wayne, that's really cool. Sean Wayne. I'm Sean Wayne. That's like, actually know going to be Sean Edward. Oh, that's a nice name. That was going to be that was because the first, the oldest in every, uh, family gets the father's middle name, and my birth mother. Hold on, in every family. Like in every, well, in every. In your family? In my family. Every oh. new family nucleus, the oldest nucleus, the oldest son gets yep. the father's middle name. My mom fought, my birth mom fought my dad on it, and I got my uncle's name instead. Why would they fight on that? I don't know. That's a weird fight. Why would she walk out when I was one? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Think about that one. Yeah, that took a dark turn. Yeah, it, doesn't, dude. it doesn't make sense. None of it Welcome makes sense. to the counseling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are we dealing with your past traumas? Yeah. I stopped asking questions about that kind of stuff a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can do that all the time. You can, <laughs> you can just like always say that. You could be like, somebody could be like, dude, why did you just do that? And you could be like, why did my mom leave me when I was one? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, why'd you just ride? Drop it. Sir, why'd you run that stop sign? My mom left me when I was one. Tell me why. <laughs> Tell me why. Do we really have answers, sir? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I, ch- I made that really. <laughs> ah, here's what it is, you know. But yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't know why. It's not Sean Wayne. It's Too bad you Sean didn't Wayne. have an uncle named Wayne. Uncle uh, Wayne. That's true. Sean I, Wayne. I do look just like my Uncle Doug. Like, I, I, favor, I favor that side of the family. But I don't know any of them. Stop it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know any of them. I just know from Facebook. But I yeah. look. I look very similar. I've got my father's hairline. You do have nice hair. Yeah, I've got my father's hairline, yeah. and it's going to start receding to a, like a point. I'm going to have like a point, just like my dad does. And I don't know. You might not though. You I might not. I'd be okay if I don't. Because I've got a lot. Great. Of the, I've got a lot of the uh, hair quality characteristics of my mom's side of the family. Yeah. And mine's receded, but I think it's kind of just you know. Yeah. It's in remission. The re- <laughs> it's a recession remission. It's a recession. I think it's just hanging out. I mean, it's probably eventually gonna just. Oh Lord! <laughs> Knocking over microphones here in the yeah, podcast. Because I'm space. frustrated about my hairline. It was. It was. The, it was the mouse. The mouse. Did the rat. It. Yeah. The rat. Whatever. But yeah. So like, I look like my face looks like the Statman side of the family. Mm. And I'm short like he is. My dad's six two, six three. My yeah. uncle's six five. On my dad's. Well, side. how tall are you? 5'10". You're 5'10". Yeah. So my uncle's 5'8". So I got taller than him, but I'm still right. in that short category. When, but my dad You're is... like the average of your dad and your uncle. Yeah. 
So, but you got your uncle's hairline. I got my uncle's hairline. I think I don't know, but yeah. How about that? I never met him. You like never him. met your uncle. Never met the, my mom's side of the family. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So, okay. So like past gotcha. past the the moment she walked out. I mean, I know them from <laughs> I know them from social media. I've met my two sisters. <laughs> Yeah, you're learning a lot about me right now, man. Just throwing it no, down. No, I'm good with that. No, it was just how you just like uh, just dropped in there. Well, past the moment she walked out. Yeah, like hey. you just slid that in. Just kind of accept it. It's part of your story. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah it's part of so, it. Yeah, but yeah. But I've met my two sisters that are on her side. Nice. And uh, she's reached out to me. You know, your mom. She, yeah, she reached out to me. I was 21, 22. Didn't you go see her or something like that? I didn't see her. Um, just she messaged me on Facebook. Found me on Facebook. I think it was during the season with Ezra. She found me through my uncle Doug, who he and I have been Facebook friends for years. Uh, Is that that's her brother, but not Wayne? No Wayne. <laughs> no Wayne. No Wayne. So, yeah, no Wayne. Okay, so, so yeah. Uncle Doug said, "Hey, <clears throat> I found him." Yeah, what's your mom's name? Julie. Julie. No, Julie. Yeah, Julie Statman. Julie Statman. Yeah. Julia. I don't know her last name now, but that was Julia her. Gulia. That was her maiden name. Remember that movie? Yes. <laughs> Julia Gulia. <laughs> I remember when we were going to name Natalie, uh, that name came up, and I was like, we can't name her Julia, because I will call her Julia Gulia yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is the Worship Distributed Podcast, folks. This is, we tackle <laughs> With the, the touch of we, counseling. We tackle, we tackle the big <laughs> worship issues and psychological issues of the day. <laughs> Are you experiencing trauma? Tune in every week, where we just randomly sl- We just slip. need to restart just, the podcast. We randomly slip some crazy stuff that's happened to us in it. Oh, gosh. Sean Wayne. I'm sorry. I wanted to start calling you that and see if anybody else picks up on it. <laughs> I like to just randomly give people middle names when I don't know their middle name. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Now I can't even think of like what I would do, but. I'd like to do this, but I don't know what I would do. <laughs> well, I always just do it on the fly, you know, yeah. which is kind of generally how I live my life. It's kind of <laughs> just like. Which I know stresses you out to no end. It's so funny. Because <laughs> you're like, dude, what do you think we should do about this? And I'm like, ah, we'll find out when we get there. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, I'm coming around to it. Yeah. I'm adapting. I'm adjusting because I've come from the last 10 years of like every detail. Yeah. Has well, to be pre-orchestrated. I think, and that's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing like uh, to, to have that. It's a, um, it's a, uh, a weakness of mine that I, that I, I will tell you that I've gotten better at, mm-hmm. like, um, but it's it's just a natural weakness for whatever reason. I just never developed that mindset of like all the details, yeah. which is kind of weird though because there are certain things there are certain things that I will obsess about, yeah, which is kind of strange, yeah. and I can't really you know it, it actually just depends on the moment like what those are, but like there's something like where I'll be like no everything has to be like da 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 da, but then there's other things I'm like. Yeah. You know, we'll, yeah. it'll work out. Yeah. That's what drives Jennifer nuts because she's like, she's like you in the sense of like she wants a plan, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, well, you know, it'll all work out. She's like, but will it? Will it? And I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> exactly. It always has up to this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but that doesn't mean I'm right. It just means that maybe I'm lazy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it but. just fits your personality. It does. It's it, it's not even like a, you do it on purpose. It's just I think it just fits you and how you just live day to day. Like yeah. it's you know you don't you don't know like when you wake up in the morning. No, I, have I, no I idea. yeah I fully guarantee you're not, not going. All right, so I got to do this and this. Oh and this. no, it's not happening. No, it's just kind of like all right. Where's my cup of coffee? And I'm yeah. I think just, like the most detail I think about in the day is kind of like what time will I have lunch today? Yeah. <laughs> And, and where are we going? Where are we going? Because, <laughs> dadgummit, I don't want Mexican again. <laughs> Speaking of lunch, we need to figure something out. Well, you've got you've got nachos and bowling today, right? No, they're already they'll be have eaten by the time lunchtime comes around. That's part of there. Oh, yeah. How long do they stay there? Nine to noon. Oh, but do you get them? You'll have to get them at noon. Yeah, yeah. So we probably can't do lunch today. Sorry, sorry, right. kids. And I can't do dinner tonight. You know. Just oh, I know. <laughs> baseball, right? Good night. You're I'm like, so ready for it to be like over. A baseball dad. Yeah, I love I love sports and I love what it teaches your kids and I love, you know, just being a part of watching your kids do things they enjoy doing and are decent at doing. But uh saying yes to doing all star baseball was one of the worst decisions. Yeah. Especially with two of them. 
two all stars. But think about making it, making it to, for like, two different teams right. in the same city, two different times of practices, two different fields, right? Two different weeks of tournaments. When you got four kids, four kids, on top of trying to move at the same time. Energy, yeah, <laughs> yowza. So this is one of those moments where like I'm feeling very Stephen Wagamont ish. Yeah. Because now my wife is very much like, "Hey, what's the plan? What are we doing?" And I legitimately have no answer for her. Like yeah. last week, I was like, "If he wins, he plays here. If he loses, he plays here." Well, what happens? I don't know. Yeah. If he loses, he plays. And it, so, what time do we get? I don't know. Yeah. I, we just took one day at a time and just it's, rolled with it's it. It's tough, man. Yeah. So because I remember we were doing that <clears throat> last fall because we had Caden was playing yeah. soccer. Caroline was in uh, uh, dance and cheerleading, mm-hmm. in the, and dude, <laughs> we don't need to rehash. Dude, that. pop order cheerleading. <laughs> we don't We're talking feelings. about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh, like the trauma gosh. we experienced with cheerleading was kind of like when your mom walked out. <laughs> that was terrible, and it was just a joke. I apologize to anyone listening. <laughs> Listen, I know. I, I would know. say that. I would say that if you could take it. But no, it was now, awful. Jennifer. Jennifer handled the whole cheer, Bro, dude. dude. Like it was awful. Like Wait. I felt. I felt it was awful. And so we were doing that. And it's you know it's all the way on the other side of the yeah. It's in a different county, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> on on a, one side of that county. And then we had um, two kids in the Sound of Music, mm-hmm. which was, was so good. Let's re like rehash that again. I would like to go back to that. Yes, that was but, so good. Yeah, that was. Yeah, they did such a good they, job. They did. Like, not just my kids, but just, like, the whole production. Yeah, it was, was just dialed in. I will give props to the – because, okay, because it wasn't the Villages, but it was a Villages-approved uh, production. Like, casting production yeah. company. And, uh, and which I love that because they're like, hey, if you're going to use our stuff, you're going to have to do quality. Like, so mm-hmm. you can't just, like, be like, hey, you know, we're Billy Bob's production organization and we're going to rent this facility and do a show. Yeah. And it's garbage. Yeah. They actually are like, no, you can't use our center unless we approve that your yeah. organization meets these standards, mm. which I kind of like. <clears throat> Big fan. Like, I'm good with that. So, like, they, yeah, they smashed it. Their name was Smash Productions. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. I didn't that? mean to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I meant to do the noise. I just yeah. didn't mean to do the smash thing. Yeah. But. Uh, so yeah, I feel you on that because yeah. we were right. I mean, we didn't see each other sometimes. You know, it'd be like Friday yeah. night, and um, we'd be like, "Let's hang out," and then we'd, I'd fall asleep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty yeah. much, pretty much how it is. Like last night, I went over to the new house, got some things done Ooh. while they were still at baseball practice. But by the time they got home and showered and cleaned up, and by the time I got home, it was like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So everybody was just going to bed. Yeah. I was like. Good to see everybody today. Yeah, what's your um, what's your prediction on the um, game tonight? No, oh, we play Wildwood. So where we're moving to, mm-hmm. we're going to play their All Star team. We beat them in eight U. We beat them eleven to eight, which is EJ's team. Mm-hmm. And I talked to the coach. You know, introduced myself. Said, "Hey, we're going to be in Wildwood, looking to play baseball there." And uh, he said the ten U team is not good. And I said, "Well, neither there is ours." <laughs> So this could be a very low scoring affair. It'd be a, just a or really high scoring or really high, yeah, because nobody can play because they pitch these slow pitches. And kids are just whacking them. Now can, okay. we have two really good pitchers. Okay, this kid named Hayden. He's a big kid, like a big kid, uh, but he's got a cannon. Yeah, you can throw it. He's got a cannon. He's just one of those uh, head cases. Like if his daddy, who's a coach, yells at him because he misses something, oh, he yells back at his daddy, and it turns Ooh. into yeah, it turns into a whole big ordeal. He yells at his dad. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. <clears throat> and, but he's he's a good ball player. He's a good ball player. He's just right. he's he's a head case. When when one thing goes wrong, it just it just unravels. Hello, yeah. and then Max, Max is yeah. is the backup, and he's That's a lefty. Your son. That's your yeah, oldest. my oldest. oldest. He's a lefty pitcher. He does okay. So if those two can be on, I don't think a lot of people are going to be hitting the ball very well yeah. off of them. Which is means Max right be... left handed? Mm-hmm. Is he ambidextrous? No, no, no. Gosh, no. We've Isn't tried. EJ ambidextrous? He's getting there. He's getting there, and so is Mariella. How about that? Mariella writes left-handed, mm-hmm. but can throw with both hands. Ian is kind of he's left-handed, but yeah. he's he's kind of ambidextrous. We're still trying to figure out which hand is the dominant for Ezra. Ezra's yeah. So there's potential we could have three lefties. Wow. In the house. 
Kale's ambidextrous. Bunch of weirdos. Yeah, it is. It's a house full of weirdos. Yeah. But you're, uh, right, you're right-handed. I'm right-handed. Yeah, yeah let's I go. can't do anything with my left hand. Like, let's you know, go. It's, it's like I can't oh, no, like, try to, try, I, can't, try to, I can't do it. Like, it just doesn't hey, happen. Have you seen that? Uh, have you seen that? Um, that commercial for I think it was Subaru, and um, it was like you know, it, isn't it Subaru? Isn't it the one that you know when people have a Subaru, it lasts for a long time? Like they have it for like multiple, sure, yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, multiple generations. Multiple generations yeah, yeah. have the same Subaru kind of thing, like yeah. the Forester or whatever it is or whatever. So there's a commercial. It may have, it may have been Subaru or it may have been a VW or whatever, but it was like uh, <laughs> it was like a Subaru, you know, a car that you can be proud to give your kids, and then. And and it was something like where a dad, a kid asked his dad, like, hey, will you go throw the ball with me in the front yard? And it was like, you know, uh, teach, you know, give your something, <laughs> give your kids something you can be proud of. And he, and it shows the dad going like, okay, and he throw it like this. And it was like, it was like the worst. <laughs> he was trying to teach him to throw. And the dad was just, he looked like just a moron. He couldn't throw it. And the tagline was, give your, give your kids something they can be proud of. <laughs> Subaru. That's fantastic. <laughs> that was really good. That is awesome. Speaking of Subaru, <clears throat> why do companies have to keep just <clears throat> messing with stuff that, like, just, yeah. like, I saw a commercial last night um, for a MasterCard. And I was like, you guys are geniuses. Because what they did was they went, MasterCard, for every purchase you make this month, we're going to give money to cancer. And I was like, genius. Yeah. Genius. Instead of doing things that cause you to lose $9 billion of revenue in one yep. week. In one week. Yep. I'm just telling you, like in the ProCare pool service, if somebody did something that caused me to lose <clears throat> $1,000 in one week, it would be like, you're fired. Yep. Yeah. So... If you're losing nine bill in one week, I mean, I'm thinking I should be seeing a board of directors giving a mass exodus. Yeah, that like whole, Bud, the whole top tier should be gone. Like Bud Light should be just whoever the VP over the Bud Light. Yeah, see ya. Thanks. Yeah. You lost twenty five percent of the market share. Yeah. Who do you think you're reaching with the with Bud Light? But also, um, worship distributor does not support um, <laughs> Bud Light or drinking Bud Light or anything like that. Um, it's not the point, but. I'm just saying, like, use your sense. Like, who do you think you're reaching with it? Yeah. Let's let's transition that then, right? So, kind of an awkward from um, drinking drinking some alcohol <laughs> to worship, but it's kind of like worship guys that go into a church. This always drove me nuts. Oh boy, here we go. This drove me nuts, and I and then whenever I was te- would would teach at conferences, which I was only invited to do that like one time per conference. Like, I was never invited back. <laughs> Um, strangely, lots of people came to my class. <laughs> Steamrolled them all, and dude, they're like, "We don't need to go back and get that done no, again." That, but no. he's right, and everything he just people, said. Yeah, people would be like, "Dude, I loved, I loved that class." But for whatever reason, the conference organizer wouldn't have yeah. me back. I'm just making that up. But, but um, why do why do why do people do that? Like, it's such a level of arrogance to think. And I'm not saying I've never been exempt from this, so I'll I'll just put that out there. But to think that my way is, is like the best way. And so like if I show up somewhere that's not doing it my way, then I need to force those people to do worship my way. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like I remember, you know, um, <clears throat> I think there's times when you, you've got to do new stuff and you've got to learn new things and, and, and you've got to keep your church life growing. But especially pastors or worship pastors, and usually comes under the directive of a senior pastor, and then a worship pastor is kind of pushed to do it. But you know they'll eradicate like a whole genre of music, a whole like traditional. You know they'll they'll eradicate that, or and it can go the other direction too, where you eliminate and don't add anything new. You know, but you got a whole group of people that you know. This is your demographic, and it may not even be necessarily like a genre of music, but it may be like specific songs. Yeah, it could all be in. Let's say it's all contemporary or whatever, but you just even in contemporary you you do one one feel because you like it, but it doesn't fit your church. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you try to force them to do it. Then you treat them like you guys just aren't as evolved as I am in worship because you're not doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Yeah. Why do that? Yeah. Like when we lead worship, one of the things that we do, I think, as a church. Because worship is such a, it's a corporate thing and it's something we do together. I mean, that's the beautiful thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going in circles, but I'll, I'll come back to the runway there. But like, that's the beautiful thing about, about Sunday morning worship is that it's not for the lost. It's for the saints to be together, to corporately worship God. 
but we want the loss to come. We want the loss to see it. We want the loss to like look at it and be like, wow, I want to be a part of a community like that. Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of somewhere where, where I'm with people that are like-minded, that are engaging in something that's bigger than me together. Yeah. And, of course, we know that what we're doing is the most important thing. You can get in any kind of altruistic community you want to out there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. Boys and Girls Club or, yeah. you know, you could do a lot of great things. But our community rises far and above that because it's built on eternity. It's mm-hmm. built on the, 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 the spiritual being. It's built on the, the, uh, the brilliance and the beauty of the gospel. And so when we come together on Sunday morning, like that's the beautiful thing about that is that we're together as a corporate group of like-minded believers, but we're also in community together and communities are going to take on their own, uh, like DNA. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like, if you look at our church, like DNA would be of, uh, like missions in a sense, uh, not just international where we just go on like short term trips, but like, uh, missions in the community, mm-hmm. you're reaching the lost yeah. and reaching the hurting, reaching the broken, reaching the addicts, reaching the everybody like that. And uh, and there's a way for everybody in between to get engaged in that and be involved in that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to sing songs of redemption and yep. restoration and songs of God's goodness and God's glory and how it, it shines in the darkness and, and like, all those kind of yep. things, right? Yep. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, some dudes will just show up in, in some places and just be like, you know, I don't know, man, just do stuff that just doesn't fit their community. Yeah. And I, I know I've done that before, mm-hmm. but like, I, I do like to think though, at some level that over the years, uh, I don't do that as much. And I've, and you know that too, like, cause I, cause it'll be funny because I will like, we'll do a song and, and, and we'll both want to do it. You know, we'll put it on the chart and we'll do it like one Sunday and I'll come in on Monday and I'll be like, dude, nah, yeah. I don't want to do that again. Doesn't catch with the people. It didn't catch. Yeah. Cause, cause like you're getting there too. And, and I've been doing, been here long enough that like I can, I can, like, I don't know. I could tell. Yeah. I could tell in the yep. middle of it how I'm vibing with it. And then when I'm looking out, like, are we are we getting that vibe together? Yeah. Because if I don't have that together vibe, then yeah. it's not. If I'm just getting a me vibe, ooh. Yep. This is hot right here. Yeah. It's a hot take. If I'm just getting a me vibe on it, but I'm not getting the we vibe, mm-hmm. that's a problem in yep. worship. Now, And that's where a lot of guys stay. Right. It's what I want to do. It's what my... Leadership is telling tell, me that telling we me to do. have to do. So I mm-hmm. have to make this the, uh, I love this song. I love this. Well, then we're missing the we. Yeah, you're That's missing. That's not our job. You're mi- yeah. To do the me. It's not the me. Yeah. It, 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 and, and the me could also mean it's not the, um, I'm just going to say it. It's not the me as a staff me. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what you were saying. Yeah. It's not the me as a staff me. It's the we. Yeah. What's reaching my church? Where mm-hmm. am I at? You know, what's what's your... You know, what's your people like? What's yeah. the vibe of your church? Now, I'll be honest with you. Some churches don't have any vibes. Yep. Because they don't do nothing. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I'm going to say a lot of stuff today. Some churches don't do stuff. Yeah. They're not reaching anybody. Yeah. Been there. Done that. They're not doing they're anything. They're just doing programs. <clears throat> you know? Yep. yep. And then they're just, oh, we're so busy. We're so busy. What, you're busy? You did a VBS this year? Mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I've had people, there's things that goes on in, you know, these, these groups will do these things like once one week a year kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they'll be like, well, why don't, why don't you guys engage with us in this <clears throat> one week thing we do a year? I'm like, cause we do it 52 weeks a year. Got them. You're welcome to hop in on any of those 52. Yep. Any of them. I'm not trying to be cocky about it, but no, I'm just yeah. saying like some churches aren't doing anything. Yeah. So you got no vibe. So yeah, I guess maybe you would sing me songs. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. But see, like, we're doing that um, gratitude song, Dude, right? Let's go, bro. Mm. And I'm so glad you like you brought that to me. Um, uh, but see, like for me, you know, like on, uh, I mean, now that song, that song slaps. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it just slaps. Yeah. Like, I think that should just work for any believer, to be honest yeah. with you. I'd love to start doing that one, like just across the board. Yeah, I think we need like, to. VP I mean, I would have a hard time. Services. Yeah, a BP for sure. I'd have a hard time. I think at DT nine forty five. Yeah, but I might could do it. You can. You'll might, see tonight. I might have to talk. I might have. I think. I think if we. I think that some of the some of the trim ups. Yeah, we talked about yesterday would, would help because I think approachability approachability for them because yeah. I think having that big those big gaps. Yeah. Like, woo, 
like just like they would just be like yeah. they would be like what's going on dude i remember when when you he were shouting this is pentecostal I'm shouting, i don't even know what's going on this modern music modern contemporary singing that michael w smith i'm just kidding man nobody's actually i haven't got i ain't got a lick of that from anybody in such a long time yeah. which is which is great yeah. being here bro oh yeah absolutely. like it's just like i think i think there's i'm sure there's people out there that feel that way but i think they've just learned like yeah steven's just Steven, so yeah. it's gonna be like that. Uh, but um so Sunday we were doing gratitude and um and it's by the way, it's like perfect for your voice, but uh I have a fun time singing it. Uh but um I was leading at eleven here and let you know, eleven's eleven's just hopping. Yeah. And um uh, I didn't even set it up. I didn't even set it up. No, man. you didn't. I just I just rolled You just in. rolled into it. I just it. rolled into yeah, it. Yeah, you did. And um uh, and it caught, man. I could tell right away. People were just, yeah, just with it. Uh, on the left side, so uh, stage left, looking out in the crowd, um, about halfway back, there's this deuce in there, and um, <clears throat> and he uh, he's a graduate of men's residence, but he's had some problems since he's graduated recently, relapsed, mm-hmm. uh, and got real angry. He had a tough, <clears throat> just a tough, tough past. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the most aggressive pasts, mm-hmm. uh, and um. Good dude, see, good dude, man. Uh, believer, I know he's a believer, man. He's struck. He just struck. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just a lot of hurt, man. A lot of hurt, bad choices. Uh, graduated, did good in the program. Got a family, you know. And I think he graduated, did pretty good for a little while, but then just just fell off, fell yeah. off the wagon. It happens. It's part of recovery, man. Yep. Yep. Uh, but angry, got real angry. Uh, got real lippy with Pastor Cliff. You know, he's the one that used some real colorful mm. language in an email. Yeah. To him and. Uh, uh, said he'd never coming back, never come back to church. He was sitting there halfway back on mm. the left side, and so, uh, you know, I I'm singing away, dude. I'm just getting it all morning long, just getting it. And uh, we're singing that song, and I and and I'd seen him several times that morning leading worship because it was the last song in the set, you know. And he was really engaged, but I just I was just watching him, and I'm like, man, like here's a human human dude. That I know is hurting. Mm-hmm. I know has gone through some brokenness. Uh, he's feeling the pain. Uh, he's probably got some definite family issues going on right now. Some some hurt in the family now from relapsing. Mm-hmm. Got a daughter about the age of my daughter, mm. my uh, Natalie. Uh, that I know is just going through it. Uh, and I don't know where he's at. You know, I, I don't know if he even showed up high. Mm-hmm. He may have showed up high. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Probably not. But I'm just saying, yeah. I don't know anything beyond just what I know. Because I haven't. I don't. I don't know him well enough to really talk to him in the sense of like, hey. I mean, I could, I guess, but we don't have that that yeah. type of uh, relationship. <clears throat> but all that set up to say, you know, we get into the song, and you know, start with all my words fall short. I've got nothing, you know, nothing new. How can I express my gratitude? Mm-hmm. You know, just going through that. And it, and it, and I love the way the song because it just asks that question how how can I express my gratitude and then we hit that chorus, you know yeah so I throw up my hands praise you again and again and so we got to that dude and like I just look over at you know our women's residence on my on stage right out in the crowd men's res on stage left and I see this dude sitting over with the men's res guys and just these hands just pop up in the air mm. and I'm like oh mm-hmm. dude yeah. But see, a song like that touches the people where they are. Yeah, because that's the vibe of our mm-hmm. of our people. Yeah, you know, uh, and even the people that are aren't, you know, recovering addicts or going through the program or whatever. There's so many of them that serve in those ministries. Yeah, in our thrift store to support those ministries, in our benevolent center giving out food, in our counseling ministry, our lay counseling ministry. Uh, in the men's and women's residence, in the pregnancy care center, the community medical care center. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and of course you got your Sunday school teachers and you mm-hmm. got your, you know, your children's workers and you got all those people, but just, you know, hitting songs like that, just, 
you know, and, and you know, my my song that I love is "Getting on I But Through Christ and Me." Right? I'm yeah. still, I, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm two, three years in on yeah. still just wanting to sing it every week. Beautiful song. Yeah, Beautiful. but even a song like that, it just reminds people. It's like, look, yeah, you're you're messed up, right? But you know, the night is dark, but I am not forsaken. For by my side, the Savior He will stay. I labor on in weakness and rejoicing. For my need is power is displayed. Mm-hmm. To this I hold. My sin has been defeated. You know, like my shepherd will defend me through the through the deepest valley he will lead. Oh, the night has been won and I shall overcome. Yeah. Yet not I but through Christ in me. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like that's that's our people. Yeah. You know, but if you come in and try to force you know, some kind of song, yeah. you know, an elevation song that might work for them, but Yeah. It ain't it ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. And then we like what are we? What are we singing about right here? Yeah. So it was a few years ago, so probably, gosh, how long ago was it that we did that camp at BCF? Four, oh, yeah. Five years ago now? I think I was still in Jacksonville at yeah, the time. It was probably, it was probably five years were the, ago. You were the lead worship leader worship for leader. the camp. Yeah. I just brought a group, yeah. tagged along, um, and we were, we were conversing because we were talking about the multiple – uh, styles, yeah, you know, and how a church could have multiple services. You guys had multiple different we, styles of direct, services, which we still do. And I was, you know, very young and dumb and immature, you know, in in my viewpoint because I was the me aspect. And I remember we were sitting yeah. there, we were sitting there one day, we we're having the conversation. And I'm just like, man, I just can't, I can't get behind splitting up the church into different factions. And this is my service, this is my music, this is my service, this is my music, you know. And, and I can't believe that they would go to that, you know. And we were just having that conversation because for years that has yeah. been a huge. Huge conversation, huge debate. So I think I like, it's – well, just real quick, though. I do think that's a fair conversation to have. And I think it's good to be analytical and ask those questions. Yeah. Okay. But I was just very staunch. Like, yeah, I will never, pretty, I'll never, hardcore, yeah. I'll never serve in a I'll church never, that does – You did say yeah. that. You, I'll I'll never serve in a church. I had another guy say that, too. Justin McLaughlin said that to me one time. Yeah. And then literally six months later, his pastor made him at a traditional service. Yeah. <laughs> I was so young and dumb and just, you know, immature in, in – uh, the realm of understanding church life. And, um, and so I remember you said, but do they worship? Like that was your one response. Yeah. You did. I mean, you just looked at me. He's like, but do they worship? He just sat there. I was like, uh, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, well, the people that come to the traditional service at my church, do you think they don't worship? The people that come to my modern service, do you think that they don't worship if I do this or that? He's like, also, why would I, take away something that allows them to meet Jesus. Yeah. That's how, I mean, that's a, and, and I think that drastically shifted the me to we mindset for me was right. that moment of you saying like, but that's, that's how they see Jesus and that's how they meet Jesus and that's how they worship. Right. So are they worshiping? Then why would I pull that away from them? And I think not to, not to give them what they want, but right. that's, that's that's how they're going to engage with the Lord. Yes, you're still including newness and something that's good. Yeah. Yet not I for downtown nine forty five. It's perfect. It was great Sunday. Yeah. They sang along. I watched as Brenda yeah. led. They they you know, there yeah. was but we did come now found out a very blessing. Yeah. And I kind of vamped a little bit on that prone to wander, Lord. I feel. Oh yeah. You know, it's just like line. why do we sing that? It's such a great hymn, but I was like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. It's like what what a great picture of forgiveness that here's my heart. Yeah. Lord take and seal it. But prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave. We're going to do it. Yeah. And we just need to admit it and look around each other and say, hey, Did I'm going to wander and I'm going to give my heart to the Lord knowing that in my weakness, mm. and then we run into yet not I but Christ in mm. me. I yes. was like, let's go. This See? is a, this is great. Hey, State Farm's calling me. Thanks, State Farm. Um, yeah, good. It's a good, you know. You know but Is it Jake? It, <laughs> in his khakis. That's stupid. Um, but it was. It was that conversation four or five years ago. At the camp, where that was the question you said, you know, was do they worship? Right, and it's just the we mentality. I think you, I think you have epitomized that here at First Leesburg better than a lot of other folks. I'm not saying that just to no, I got you, you know, but I think I think you do a really good job of it, and you're allowing me to do it, uh, like with VP11, noticing that hey, there's still predominantly senior adults that are coming yeah. to our modern service, and we're going to see. I would love to try, and we're doing it this week. And the issue is because you're sensing, uh, you're sensing a lack of the connection. Yeah, uh, you're sensing it. Yeah, you know, a lack of the we. And so what we're trying to do is like, okay, what are we, you know, what are we missing with these folks? Mm-hmm. And it may, it may be nothing. It just may be a critical mass issue. It may be, it may, you know, not, yeah. you know, but 
I think that's that's what we do, and and we you know we've got to pursue that for sure. Um, but to be able to do the uh, the we with your congregation means you have to be a part of the we. Yeah. Yep. And I think a lot of times, uh, a lot of times our guys are not part of the we. If you're not in the trenches with the people, you can't lead the people. Right. If you don't, if you if you're not in there and just real about who you are, real about your life, you know. Um, I think. I mean. I mean, I think as a minister, there's always some things, always that people may not, you know, you don't, there's some areas you just, yeah. you got to like keep, keep tight with some folks kind of thing like that. <clears throat> but I think sometimes ministers can just be too, like too rigid with that, you know, mm-hmm. too like just don't, they don't engage. They oh, don't have gosh. real connection with people. Yeah. And, and I think that's one thing, you know, that, that we've just got to be able to do where, where, where people need to trust you and people need to believe that you're, um, you're being real with them. Mm-hmm. You know, because they could tell. I mean, people could tell when you're not being real. Yeah, absolutely. They can tell when you're not being real. Cause, Transparency I mean, is huge. Yeah, it's huge to yeah. connection and connectivity yeah. with your people. Yeah. Um, again, but I'm with you. You know, you protect certain well, aspects yeah. of your life. You protect spouse your or family and no family kind of things. or you know. Yeah, no, and it's just like anybody else. I mean, yeah. not everything going on in your world is everybody's business. Yeah. You know, it's not. Yeah. It ain't everybody's business, but at the same time, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be able to engage with people and connect with people, and they gotta know that that you know that you, you know, that you're you're for real when you're leading them. Mm-hmm. People don't want to follow somebody that don't, you know, that ain't, yeah, you know, ain't I, in there. I agree. They can't trust them. Yep. Because you know, sometimes, you, sometimes you see dudes, you just know you can't trust them. Yeah. Dudes with skinny jeans on, I don't trust nobody with skinny jeans. <laughs> I got some jeans from four years ago that if I put them on right now, they would be skinny jeans. Hey-o. They were no, they were regular cut. <laughs> First Wednesday prayer. Here regular, we go. Regular cut. Regular cut. <laughs> Man, I got me a bag of famous Amos cookies. Hey-o. I feel like um, in Jacksonville where I grew up, mm-hmm. there was a breakfast place called Famous Amos. There is. It, is. it had like an Amish, Amish type look with the... Yeah. 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 It's there. Yeah. Had like a wagon. Yeah. I think that's why you said Amish, because it had a wagon. Wagon and, yeah. I mean, they weren't churning butter. They might have been. Raising barns. I don't know. I never ate there, but I know I what you're talking I about. I ate at Famous Amos. It was good. But I'm that guy that doesn't even like a place like Wolfie's for breakfast. What do you like? I don't know. But, like, we were talking about that. I know you had to leave yesterday, but like we're all sitting around the table for lunch, and we're talking about, talking about Cliff's eating places, like where he likes to go. We are talking with the new... Uh, next gen guy at South Campus. Goober. Uh, yeah. Uh, William uh, Goober, or as the staff will now call him, Goober. Uh, and so. Uh, he's French. He is French. He's a nice guy. He and his he's wife tour. They're, 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 they're nice folks. Excited to see what the Lord does with him. But they were. Well Susie done. and Susie and, uh, and Cliff were kind of just telling him about the place. I said, well, Jamie was sitting across, and so we're all just start picking at Cliff a little bit about where where you're going to get taken to lunch. If he wants to do breakfast, this is where you're going to go. And I just made the statement. I was like, the only time I've ever been to high barbecue was the first lunch I had with Cliff. I've never been back. I didn't care for it. It's okay. I didn't care for it. There's right. just better places for me to eat lunch. And then they brought up Wolfie's. Well, what about Wolfie's? I got sick from Wolfie's. I ate there twice. So I was like, I don't understand what it is with these grease spoon places, but people love them. And like the, those people go religiously every day, seven o'clock in the morning, they're eating at a place like Wolfie's. I just didn't, it wasn't for me. Famous Amos was that kind of place. Mm. Like when I saw it, I was like, man, that's I'm not eating at Famous Amos. That's the place I'm going to die. You would not die at Famous Amos. Uh, I would. You would not. Yeah. They serve chicken fingers <laughs> and pizza and pizza for breakfast. <laughs> 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 uh, excuse me, sir. What can I get you? A cup of coffee? Uh, no, thank you. I would like a Coca Cola, the order of chicken fingers, and a slice of pepperoni pizza. If you got a fruit cup to go with, and I uh, a fruit. Do you eat fruit cup? No. <laughs> oh, I mean, I eat fruit, but not like the fruit cups with the syrup in it and stuff. Like all that. Oh yeah, that. Oh, man, that's corn syrup. Dude, my kids won't even eat that. Your kids won't eat corn syrup? No, like the, the fruit cup with all the, yeah, they don't they don't like it. It was like the other day when Max was like, I've never had one of these before. I was like, bro, it's a Klondike bar. He was like, I guess it'll be okay. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just punch him right in the jugular. Like, that guy. <laughs> it's a Klondike bar. It's delicious. He's had them before. He's, what would you do 
for a Klondike bar. Apparently not much for Max. Yeah, Max was like, I won't do anything for it, to be honest with you. But it'll do if I have to eat it. Jeez. It was funny, though. Because I'm such a dad. He was like, ah, what, is, what is this? I was like, it's vanilla with chocolate around it. Yeah. Oh. I was like, and you will eat the whole thing. <laughs> Dang it. It's I took not, a, I took not my to, son. Uh, What's my problem? Twisty treat after ball practice Monday night. Just trying to spend some time with him. It's been pretty crazy with... EJ's tournament and all that, and so we went to Twisty Tree just spending time. So, um, so he gets a dipped cone. He had never had a dipped Ooh, cone yeah, before. Yeah, I like dipped cones. So I was like, I was like, yeah, let's not do a big like Blizzard type thing. Or I was like, how about we just get an ice cream cone and get one of the fancy waffle cones? I was like, why don't you dip it? He's like, what is that? I was like, so they take the ice cream, they literally put it in the waffle cone, and they just stick it in whatever topping that they have. He's like, well, I like butterscotch. I was like, okay, you can try butterscotch. Uh, so he got it, bro. It's like a did he slam it? Dude, he ate the whole thing. He's like, Dad, that was that's fantastic. I want twist. I want twisty treat now. All right, it's great. I might go get one for lunch. <laughs> it's so good. So, so this is. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take us off on a little detour here do for it, a second. So I'm, at, I'm at the twisty treat with Max, and I. This is not gonna be. This is not a funny situation. It was just f- comical to me how badly this guy was butchering something that I've not yet to experience and or hope to never experience. But there's a guy sitting at the picnic table next to us with a little boy. And he's apparently the kid's uncle. The kid's father has died. Oh, that's like, terrible. It's happening right here, like right next to Max and I. And Max is like locked in. Is he like telling the kid like the first time that his dad died? I don't think so. I don't think that's that's not how it came across. I think he was, the kid has found out. And so uncle was taking him to kind of talk to him about how he was feeling, how he was doing with it. Um, they were of a different different ethnic group, so the father died in another country, and the body was going to take a week and a half to get here. Bro, yeah. So it's it was it was crazy. I was a terrible eavesdropper and was just listening the whole time. But Max is like staring at them, eating his ice cream cone, <laughs> listening to, like listening to every word this guy saying. I'm like Max, you can't like face you my like fa- face my car, bro. Like you got to turn around. He's like. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, but he, so I'm listening, and this guy's just butchering it. And again, oh, I don't man. know how you say it, how, how you talk That's about tough, it. Man. But he's like, "Man, I'm gonna make sure you're the strongest kid in school. You'll never get picked on. You're gonna run the business better than I ever." You know, he's just he's just hyping him up. He's already giving him a business. But yeah, he's like, "This kid's probably seven, right? Oh, just gosh, lost his dad." And this guy's just talking to him about, "I'm gonna be there for you. I'm gonna teach you how to play every sport. I know your dad's not gonna be there." And I'm sitting there going, "What?" Is happening at a twisty treat in Tavares, Florida, right now. Yeah. And this guy, man, but I felt, and the kids like, he's like, it's okay, okay to cry. Kids like, I'm okay. The kid didn't even, I don't even think the kid knew how to respond, and like my heart broke like in that moment. But Max was just staring at him. Max is looking at. I'm him. like, dude. Max is looking at. Max but- is our nosiest child yeah, out is. of all of them. Max so. just be looking at butterscotch cone like. <laughs> Just looking at him. It's going to be okay, guys. Look at him. <laughs> hey, buddy. I just want you to know I feel for you. And next time, get the butterscotch. I'm like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm Man, so sorry. Thing. I felt so bad that's for them. So but I, like, I've never witnessed that, like, nah, that that's type tough. of conversation. But then to do it like out in public yeah. at a twisty treat, like, yeah. sitting right next to a picnic table hey, with other people. Like, hey, buddy, here, here's a, here's a hot fudge sundae. I got, <laughs> I got some news for you. <laughs> what? Uh, he's like, has it even processed to you yet that, you're, that your dad is gone? He's, he's not going to be coming home? I'm like, oh, my gosh. What is That's happening? Messed up. Did, he, did you hear why, what happened? No, I didn't hear what happened. There was no. no explanation. It was just, I was just like, this is really happening right next to me. Whoa. So, there's a part of me that wanted to go over. They were over. speaking in English, obviously, because you understood what they were saying. They were, but more than likely were very much in part of a different religion. Yeah. Um, like Muslim? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, were they Arabic? Yeah, they're Arabic. Okay. Um, and so I was just like, man. I don't I just, think there's anything wrong with I know, I know. But I was like, man, I, there's a part of me that just wants to go and be like, man, can I just pray for you guys? But then the guy, the language in which he was using, yeah. I probably would have got cursed out. And so I was just like, I just, Max and I prayed for him on the ride home. And I was like, hey, That's man. Sweet. I was like, I know you were listening. Yeah. And I was like. Yeah, we all know you were listening. Yeah, like that. That boy just lost his dad. Why don't we pray? Why don't we pray for that family? And like, we don't know his name, but dude, Max, I'm not kidding. I was probably making eye contact with the uncle the whole time. Max is looking at, <laughs> just through at them him. glasses, through Max's glasses. We got to work at. on this. This can't keep happening. Max is licking that cone. 
I you're can, doing I great, can Uncle. You're doing great. I can like, see just, it. You're doing a good job. Hey, my dad's a pastor. <laughs> just do keep it up. Oh, oh yeah, make gosh. him the strongest, buddy. Make him. Yep, he's gonna run the family biz. Good call, Unc. I was like, my gosh, what is happening? Oh my gosh, that's so, so uncomfortable, it, dude. It was. So, I ate my ice cream cone so fast because I was like, "Dude, we gotta, we gotta just go. woofing it. We gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> gum. So yeah, there's the left turn for you. It was that's wild. I did was, not, I did not expect that. Yeah, I did not expect yeah. that at all. I didn't want to tell you that story, and I just, we just haven't had time. Being well, I'm glad you told me right. now. Like, I feel like sharing it with the fans. Yeah, yeah. Six people right now. Yeah, and one Are, from Norway. And one from Norway. Every <laughs> time. I did that at. I did that at the table yesterday. We, I don't even remember what it was. I just made, I was doing something and I just made some noise. And um, it was something along that lines, you know. And Natalie started laughing so hard. She was crying. She just couldn't quit laughing. And she was shocked that no one else at the table <laughs> had heard me do it and was laughing as hard as she was. <laughs> she really does think you're like the best and the funniest person on the she, planet. She, she like, she is your biggest fan. She's, she's, well, she's so much like me, man. Yeah. Um, cause it was like, cause like, uh, we, you know, I think I told you I took, I, you know, obviously, you know, I went on that, uh, field trip with her to, uh, Dollywood. Yeah. Where the choir sang. You remember, cause I made everybody listen to them sing that whole song about lightning on the last yeah, podcast. And Oprah. <laughs> and then the Oprah. You get a, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. But like, dude, I was just like, um, I was sitting with her friends and, and like we're in these bleachers and they were all trying to be quiet, you know, and like I'm sitting with all these middle schoolers, like eighth grade, you know, just eighth grade middle schoolers or whatever. And, um, and, and the nice thing about Natalie is like, she's not embarrassed of me, which is, which is pretty great. Like yeah. she, she like, likes hanging out with me, you know? <laughs> and so like, I'm sitting up there and like all these kids are supposed to be real quiet. Right. And their teacher can get like a little intense. And, um, so we're just sitting in these bleachers. It's real quiet in there. And so I just started talking in a voice like this. And I was like, I can't believe I have to sit here and be quiet, like, the whole time. But it was, like, just enough where, like, six people around me could hear it. <laughs> so these kids, they're just laughing and their shoulders are bouncing, but they're trying to be quiet. But I'm saying it, like, because <laughs> they don't know what to do. Yeah. And, like, and so I'm just like, I was like, they're just telling us we have to be quiet up here. And I'm just like, be so for real right now. And when I said that, be so for real, because that's, like, apparently, like, a thing they're saying now. Yeah. Like, like, all these girls just started, like dying trying not to lose it like crying but keeping it in like laughing so hard and um but yeah we were waiting to go in on that trip and we're standing outside and the teacher comes out and she's like everyone listen to me you have to be quiet when you go inside you have to be you have to be quiet they are (laughs) they are judging you from the moment you walk in and i said Story of my life. <laughs> that little girl, right? Yeah, that girl was like, I can't even with you. <laughs> so she said to me, this eighth grade girl just looked at me. She's like, she's like dying. She's like, I can't even with you. I can't even with you. <laughs> so yesterday, uh, we went and we went to uh, student camp, right? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we did staff meeting over there. Uh, everybody except for this lovely man. I, yeah, I had a great. Yeah, it was a great, uh, great trip. Yes, yeah, you know, it's, three it's, hours of driving for, <laughs> for nothing for you. I got to see a really bad car wreck. So, dude, that was insane. We'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. Anyways, so I'm going to go over to the the boys' table, right? And, oh, yeah, and your yeah. two boys are there, and to see a couple of others at uh, Cameron Edwards, and uh, you know, speaking of Cameron Edwards, so Jason and Melissa, uh, they're. Yeah, Colby is, is, and EJ were on the same baseball team, and so they're both kind of getting a little antsy about Cameron going to camp. And uh, you're going? Please send us a picture when you get there. We'd love to know that he's okay, right? They're, so I was, you know, okay. So I got there, took a picture, you know, made their day, right? And Cameron's like, "Do we really have to do that?" I'm like, "Yes, we did." Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man. So I'm talking with the boys. I said, "Man, back when I was in student camp, right?" Uh, we had these things called, uh, I'm just kidding. We're not going to go to that, uh, talking about toilets and all that stuff. Did I tell you about that? Yes. Yes. What was he thinking? I don't know. We'll get to that one in a second. Yeah. We need to tell that story. Um, so I was like, back when I was in student camp or when I was a student pastor, um, I would always challenge the boys to drink something just disgusting, just disgusting. And I would, I'd buy something from the store. It'd be like something super awesome. And I'd be like, if you can get this whole thing down. 
A Bud Light. Shoot <laughs> <laughs> a can. Okay, it was like okay, a cup. Okay. It was a cup of you know. It had like uh, Coke and chocolate milk and a scoop of mashed potatoes yeah, yeah, and like salt and pepper. Egg, just yeah. and mix it all up. Yeah. And I was like, so talking to him and uh, Ian is starting to like, what do I get? Yep. If I drink, what do, what do yeah. I get? I was like, I don't know. You have to talk to Pastor Garrett. Uh, I was like, but if you get sick, you just don't mention my name, you know. And uh, <laughs> so then Caden's like. All right, so what's in it again? And I told him, and I was like, I was like, bet you do that. And he goes, Pastor Sean, did you just say bet in the yeah, right bet. context? Yeah, I was like, yeah, Caden, I did. He's like, be so for real. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm starting to catch on. I'm only 31, almost 32. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand half of what's being said. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'm not even yeah. just trying to be funny. Like, no cap. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't like. I'll see certain videos with know. how the. I'm like, what is I happening? Even, I don't even know why they do it. Like. But yeah, so uh, like we don't have enough. Garrett goes back and listens to this after some kid gets sick at camp from drinking some weird concoction. It wasn't me, um, but yeah. I did kind of put that. <laughs> I did put that idea. All right, so at the pre-camp kickoff, like get yes. together before they so get on the bus. So we're sitting up there, right? And uh, Garrett, okay. First off, let me say, uh, Garrett is so good. Oh man, he's, at what he does. Yeah, he is very good. Uh, uh, so good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's thoughtful. Uh, he he is a leader and can uh, in a in a positive, healthy way, like command control uh, of the room of kids. Mm-hmm. And he has ways he does it, almost very teacher teacher like. Um, and the kids like just yeah dial in. Um. So he gets up there and uh, he has everybody. It was really cool. It wasn't just like, hey, get here, load on the bus, and we're leaving. He had everybody um, gathered together up in the youth area. They signed in. I don't know what's going on. They signed in. And then um, all the parents are there. He wanted the parents to stay. You weren't. It wasn't a just drop off and go kind of thing. Um, and uh, it's about to make noise again. Okay. I guess for whatever reason, they're signing to clean your office now. Uh, and, um, so we all get up there and it's packed, it's packed full of people <clears throat> and we are waiting, you know, then they move across the hall to the worship space and the kids sit up front and then parents kind of just sit behind mm-hmm. and Garrett does like a, a, a welcome and, you know, it gets control of the room. Very thoughtful, very thoughtful kind of words, very quick, but thoughtful words, mm-hmm. a couple minutes, um, very church oriented, very, uh, engaging um he just did several things where i was very moved by it ways that i never thought about before with just the youth and the parents and the church at large it was just really good Mm -hmm. because he made it to where it wasn't like a separate in it like the youth are not a separate thing but it's just part of the life of the church does that make sense and but he speaks in language that that does that Mm. it was really moving then he's like He's like, you know, I'm really proud to introduce uh, my senior pastor, uh, Cliff Lee, and he's going to come and just share some words. And Cliff comes up, and he's like, hey, hey, everybody. Yeah, man. Man, excited for you guys going to camp. You know, I went to camp a lot when I was a teenager, and, um, you know, I think they've outlawed it now. Uh, but back in the day, if you were a young dude and you uh, you lipped off to one of the older dudes, uh, they would just grab you by your legs and hold you upside down and just put your head in a toilet and flush it. I mean, I mean, it was like pre-flushed. But, um, but yeah, they would do, but that's out, you know, nobody's going to do that. Like we don't do that, you know, cause you know, you have good time, you know, sometimes you have a good time at camp. Sometimes you have a bad time at camp. And I'm just sitting back there going, I'm sitting next to one of my buddies and he's like, what is, <laughs> you know, what's he doing? And I was like, I don't even know. Oh, but it was so great. And I saw Cliff later and I was like, bro, what? He was like, dude, that's just, I'm just being me. I'm just being me, man. <laughs> Like all right, and Cliff was fine though, man. He turned, you know he's good at what he does, yeah. man. He just connected with the kids, and they were giggling, you know. And um, then he said a nice, it's a bunch of encouraging words, and and really kind of directed the focus where it should be uh, on the goal of camp. And um, they had a good prayer time and everything. Swirlies talking about swirlies, dude. He was talking about swirlies, man. He was talking about swirlies. It was really funny, man. Um, but uh, yeah, Garrett's thing that he did it really moved me with the bracelets. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a parent, you know, I have three out of my four kids that are at camp. Yeah. Um, Natalie will go back tomorrow. 
Uh, I had to, as you know, I like I had to pick her up. She wasn't feeling good mm-hmm. yesterday, um, and that's weird for her because she's a generally not one that gets sick or anything like yeah. that. I mean, she, you know, she'll get little things here and there, but nothing like at the level of mm-hmm. not even like come to school and get me. Like I don't even know if I've ever had to do that for her. Yeah. Um. So it was enough where like yeah. on the way to camp, hour and a half away, like I had to just get her and bring her back. Um. But uh. But you know, like um, Garrett did this thing where all the kids that are going to camp. And that's why I said three or four of mine had bracelets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were the kind that are waterproof that you uh, put on your arm and sticky. Yeah. Like a sticky one with a little thing that holds on there. <clears throat> and had all the kids' names on them. And there was multi- at every campus. And there was multiple uh, names for each child. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was like a few hundred bracelets. You yeah. know, and people picked them up in uh, Sunday to pray for the kids like all week long. Yeah. So as a parent, it was just really moving because I had like several people – just come up and be like, man, you know, I got Natalie's bracelet. I'm be praying for her. I got Ian's bracelet. I got Caden's. Yeah, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it was just really uh, moving. So last night, I don't know if I told you this. I think I did, but uh, last night at choir, we were just getting going, you know. And I was at the piano, and I was just uh, getting everybody just, just talking or whatever. And I was like telling about camp and how it's going. Uh, and then we just got to a point where like choir members were just calling out like who they had mm-hmm. on their bracelet. Who mm. they were praying for. That's good stuff. It was so sweet. Yeah. Just all over the choir loft. You just yeah. 10, 15 people just, oh, I got, you know, I got Addie, you know, I got Abigail, I got Caden. I was like, you better pray double. <laughs> 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 like, I got Ian, I got Ian, I got Natalie, you know, and, and yeah. they're listing names, you know, I got, you know, I got, you know, just, anyways. It's the whole church coming together. That's the way it's, it's supposed to together. be. And then, um, and then like, uh, you know, you know how our, choir just they love to worship you know mm-hmm. so we started doing battle belongs and uh, we recorded it and uh and i was like hey like i'm gonna send this to the um to the youth group because that song's about prayer yeah and i was like you know i'm gonna send this to the youth group as our prayer for them that the battle belongs to the lord and yeah. fight on my knees and and that you're you're praying for them that That's you're fine awesome. for them so we recorded a segment of i sent it to garrett this morning and just said hey you know because we did i said last night you know we prayed for uh our students uh we prayed for you and the other Leaders from FBC. Mm-hmm. We pray for the college kids that are the counselors at Word of Life. Yeah. We pray for the Word of Life leadership. Uh, and just, you know. Yeah. It was just. That's a really cool moment. Man, Garrett's just. Yeah. Just that one little thing. Doing a bracelet. Yep. Connects See, everything. That's the whole together. thing, too. Because, like, coming back to it, you know, because our concept is worship distributed. That one little thought mm-hmm. connected three campuses. <clears throat> yep. Think about that. Yep. That one little thought. So you got somebody at South Campus that's probably playing for a Village Park. Yeah. For a village park youth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got a village park parent, uh, a person that's praying for my kids from downtown. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So good. But, you know, talking about that too, kind of, I wanted to, I meant to say this earlier. Um, when we were talking about worshiping at three different campuses, uh, like for, South Campus is different. They do different stuff than we do mm-hmm. at Village Park or uh, downtown. Mm-hmm. Downtown and Village Park have a lot of similarities. Yeah. But uh, South Campus has its own thing going, mm-hmm. and it's working. It's working because John's figured out how to meet yep. the needs of those people. Yep, you know, in the worship in the worship round. Yep, choir's growing. Yeah, I mean, I think his choir is probably almost as big as my downtown choir is at many times. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I think that's great. Yeah, I love it. You know, he's got three rows full. Mm-hmm. You know, and he get he gets it done. Yep, you know, because he's he's meeting those folks where they're at. You mm-hmm. know, getting them going, but. It's good stuff, man. Um, yeah. Well, I just want everybody to know that this episode has been brought to you by Famous Amos Cookies. I'm just kidding. I just ate Famous Amos Cookies during it. It was a car accident yesterday. Bro, it was scary. So, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, so what happened was, everybody, we got off 75, and we're cutting down this road to head towards Hudson. And um, the road was going, it was a, um, at the point, it was like a turning lane, right? It was kind of coming up and over. It yeah. wasn't real steep incline though so i don't i just don't know what happened man I, i'll be honest with you there were all right let me set it up there was a big dump truck mm-hmm. at the front of the line yep and then there was a like a suv and then there was a there was a work van we still good mm-hmm. and there was a work van like a big uh one of those big work you know service vans and then there was a little car uh and then at the back of the line the dude that's in big trouble uh it was a big f-250 um and i think i don't know what happened man i can't say i can't say for sure what happened but he came he had he had he was he, moving over he that, was moving that hill. he was coming over but he was probably going 55 easily i mean i didn't see him driving that speed so like yeah. i just you can't use this as evidence at all for anything because we saw it well after it occurred yeah 
Uh, but there was no ambulances there. There was no any it emergency. Just happened, I mean, it sure. had to have just happened, but enough time for people to kind of be getting out of their. They got mm-hmm. out of the car. Thank goodness, it looked like everybody got out of the cars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he just barreled. Mm-hmm. He just barreled into the back of that uh, that little car, and then that little car just got boxed up into that mm-hmm. service van. There's six cars total, including yeah. the dump truck. Yeah, and um, it was rough, man. Airbags out, you know, cars smashed up. That little car, dude, that thing was lifted up, mm-hmm. one under, one over, and it was just – but it looked like – I will say, like, when I came back, because I brought Natalie back, when I was coming back down, they were getting those cars out of there, and it was already cleaned up. Oh, yeah. Um, But they had that one car on the back of a big uh, tow truck. They had the flatbed, you know, where they pull it up. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at it. I was like, man, that's a blessing because, um, like, the trunk was smashed up. And the engine compartment was smashed up, but the people part, yeah, was intact. Yeah, and I was like, man, I mean, airbags. Yeah, it was it was it was incredible driving by it as slow as we were driving by it. That people walked out of their cars. Yeah, everybody was out from that one. Everybody was out because I was looking like, man, are we going to have to get somebody out of that car? Yeah, but it looked like everybody was out. And uh, it's crazy. It was nuts. And then, man, that's my thing, though. I probably shouldn't talk about that, though, because all the people that started, like, trying to come around us in the mercy lane oh, in the grass. Yeah, to fly by us when the accident just happened. The accident just happened. And so we're throwing my coffee at that guy. Dude, I was, dude, yeah. That gets <laughs> me fired so upset. up. I got really mad about that because it was, like, this dangerous situation. And these people are out here being thoughtless. Yeah. They were being thoughtless. Yeah. And making it more dangerous. Yep. They didn't need to do that. I didn't need so, to do that at all. It was a crazy day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was a lot a, going it was, on. It was a wild day. It yeah. really was, man. It was a lot going on yesterday. It was a busy day, you know. We had, but we had good rehearsals last night. We got FWP tonight, First Wednesday Prayer. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Um, looking forward to it. So we'll be doing Battle Balance and um, Gratitude. So I look forward to doing that. And then we're doing a, that beautiful arrangement of How Deep the Father's Love. Uh, was that Jay so Rouse? Is that? Yes. I think it's Jay Rouse. Yes, that's did his, that one, yeah, yeah. his collection. Because I, I think that's like his voice, too, like on the mm-hmm. click. He's like, intro, two, three, four, go. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, that's Jay Rouse. Cause yep. he, I hear him at those uh, music readings. Or he'll be talking in the mic while he's at the piano, <laughs> playing his own music, just getting, he's oh, having it. Oh, gosh. He seems like a sweet guy, man. He, yeah. Yeah, he's a good writer, but... Um, He's very he's very strong orchestrally. Like if you're looking for a big piece that your orchestra is going to show out on, yeah, he's good. He's, he's very yeah. good at uh, highly including yeah orchestra into it, not just being an auxiliary, but yeah, kind of being a very good yeah, complement yeah, yeah. yeah to the whole piece. He's he does very do good a good job, job with that. He does. All right, man. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Nice to be back with you, and um, you know, go get you a little bag of Fame and Samus cookies. Hey-o. Give it a go. All right. Thanks for listening to Worship Distributed. We'll talk to you next time.